I'm Amanda Olberg, Managing Editor of Education Next. We invite you to join this week's Education Next podcast, available online Wednesday morning each week at educationnext.org. Low-income students who are the first in their family to attend college face steep odds in the American higher education system. The chance that a low-income first-generation student will complete a bachelor's degree within six years of graduating high school is just one in ten. And that's a big problem as a large and growing share of the students heading toward college share that background. With colleges struggling to help more students succeed, some K-12 schools are taking matters into their own hands, working to develop new ways to help their graduates and others get through college. And the leader of one of those efforts is with me today. I'm Marty West, Editor-in-Chief of Education Next, and I'm joined today by Mike Larson, co-founder and chief operating officer of Match Beyond, a Boston nonprofit that helps students complete college in a way that's both efficient and affordable. Match Beyond is the focus of a profile by journalist John Marcus entitled A New Path to a College Degree that will be the cover article of the spring 2017 issue of the journal and is available now at educationx.org. Mike, welcome to the Ednex podcast. Thanks for having me, Marty. Now, many of our listeners will be familiar with Match Beyond's parent organization, the Match Charter Public School, which you know many will know is a high-performing Boston charter. It started as a high school, has recently been expanding back to work with students as young as kindergarten. What led you all to simultaneously expand in the other direction and begin working with students in college? Well, about five years ago, I was working at Match High School, um, and we started to really collect the data of our high school graduates. So the mission of Match High School, like a lot of charter schools, is not just college entrance, but actually going on and graduating from college. Um, So we went out, we collected a lot of data from our students, and what we found was our students were graduating from Match High School at a rate of between 50, our, our alumni of Match High School were graduating from college at a rate of between 55 and 60 percent, which was relatively good for open admissions high schools in Boston, but not nearly where we wanted to be. Um, that meant 40 percent of our kids um, who really worked really hard to go to Match High School, took a long way to go there, took very hard courses, were not making through college. So we set out about five years ago um, to figure out, is there anything we can do to students when they entered college to help move the needle and give them a greater chance um, for succeeding and getting that college degree. And what was getting in their way as you looked at the data? Well, what we found in this, what we really found when we went out to coach these students in college was there was a whole bunch of things that were basically uncoachable. Um, things that had to do with the structure of college that students just couldn't get around. So cost, uh, both the tuition, the fees, the extra costs, also opportunity cost, where it's very hard to hold down a job um, when you have class in the middle of the day in the fall and in the spring. Um, also, we were finding that um, students were really being hindered by places that had low cultures of completion. So in K-12, our experience was there were support programs for students who were struggling academically and were doing really well academically. What happened in higher ed is our top students were going off to colleges with high cultures of completion where basically all their roommates were probably going to graduate from college. 
our students who graduated with Matt, from Match High School with lower GPAs weren't as strong academically, maybe not have, maybe may not have been as mature, were going to places with very low graduation rates, um, and that turned out to be very hard to overcome. And that's a pattern we see throughout data on higher education, where it seems to benefit students to go to the most selective uh, college that will admit them. Uh, that gives them the odds, the greatest odds of succeeding. Yeah, I mean, you know, we did all this work in Match High School, and what we were finding um, when we went out there, that it turns out whoever our student's random roommate was had a huge um, impact on how they ended up doing, relatively speaking. You know, if their roommate and their roommates all hit the books um, like they do at, at Harvard on Thursday and Friday nights, um, <laughs> then that was generally good. If a student went to a place where it was very unlikely for their roommates and their suite mates to be focused on getting that college degree, um, then that made it that much harder to overcome. And that was not something you could address by working with students while they were in high school to enhance their preparation levels, really. So you went in a different direction. So tell us how Match Beyond works. So a few years ago, we were trying to coach students in college and we were struggling. So we actually stumbled upon a college called College for America that's actually part of Southern New Hampshire University, which is nonprofit accredited, been around for 100 years. And they had built this um, new college called College for America, built specifically for working adults. Um, so it was really interesting. It was really affordable and it was really flexible and it was focused on helping people gain the skills they need to succeed in the workforce. Um, so we called them up and we said, hey, Southern New Hampshire University, you've built this amazing program. You designed it mainly for working adults who are in their 30s and 40s. We think it could actually benefit a lot of the students that we work with um, who had started college and then left and needed a new path, but really had no path to get back into higher ed. And so the students that are at Match Beyond are actually taking courses. They're earning their degrees from College for America through Southern New Hampshire University. So what is the role of Match Beyond as an organization? So Southern New Hampshire provides the curriculum, assesses the material, grants the degree. Match Beyond um, does three different things. It recruits students, makes them aware of College for America, we help them enroll, and then what we do is we give them the support that they need to help get through the program. So that's one, giving all of our students a coach. Um, these are full-time adults um, whose job it is really to build a relationship with the students and then help leverage that relationship so they can navigate um, both their life and the college course. And then we also provide lots of what seem like relatively small things, but can really pave the way for student success. So we have a space downtown that we call a library that our students can come in. We're open till 10 o'clock at night and on the weekend since most of our students work. We give students access to computers if they need. If people need help to get here, whether it's getting a T-pass or they want to start work, they want to work late one night, we can send them in an Uber. We provide lunch and dinner. Really things that um, break down a lot of the barriers that are in place in other college experiences. So how much does all this uh, that you're providing in the way of supports cost? How affordable is it for students? So a student um, pays $5,500 a year to Southern New Hampshire University. Um, they have access to financial aid since SNHU is accredited, so that could be in the form of a Pell Grant or a subsidized or unsubsidized loan if they're eligible for financial aid. $3,000 um, of that $5,500 goes to Southern New Hampshire University for their tuition. 
and then $2,500 goes to Southern New Hampshire University um, to something that they call a match fee, um, which then Southern New Hampshire University pays to us to support the student in all these different things that I mentioned earlier. So these students are paying almost nothing out of pocket if they qualify for the maximum Pell Grant. Correct. If they qualify for the maximum Pell Grant, they pay nothing out of pocket. So what's interesting about uh, the cost is not just for students who receive financial aid, but for students who may not be um, may not be eligible for financial aid for whatever reason, are able to pay by semester and not by the amount of credits um, that they take. So they can move through the program uh, as quickly as they want and uh, advance to a degree very uh, rapidly. That's right. It's like an all-you-can-learn buffet. So in a traditional college, if you did want to go out and try to get that associate's degree that normally takes two years and do it in one year, you still really pay for two years' worth of college. This is different. If you want to buckle down and in one year earn all 60 credits because you can work 12 months a year because you can work on the weekends, you can go ahead and do that, and you still only pay that $5,500. Now, online courses in higher education often have a fairly lousy reputation. Are you sure these courses are any good? And will the degrees that students are completing through Match Beyond be valuable? Yeah, I mean, it's a question that we had ourselves um, when we went in there and, and, and called College for America for the first time. Um, so one, we've done a lot of research around the value of the degree out there in the world, talking both directly with HR hiring managers across Boston and other uh, folks in the workforce development world. I mean, our students are earning college degrees from Southern New Hampshire University. It's been around for 100 years. It's up there in Manchester. It has a really good reputation, especially here in the Northeast. In terms of the actual course content, we're really confident uh, that our students are, are getting a lot out of this degree uh, for two main reasons. One is the intentionality of the curriculum. So unlike a traditional college where you go and you enroll in any potential number of courses and have any potential number of professors. And there's actually fairly low quality control across that selection. This is different. Students have access to a finite number of courses and a finite number of curriculum. Um, and College for America actually built this curriculum in conjunction with real companies, the Lumina Foundation, and the Department of Labor to make sure it represented um, what people need out there in the real world um, to get by and to grow in their companies. The other reason why we feel really good about this curriculum is the rigor. So this college uh, curriculum is all project-based. You submit a project and you either master it or you get a not yet and you get feedback and you keep submitting it until you master it. So students can only move on unless they get an A which in our brain is really powerful, as opposed to traditional college. You take sociology 101, you get a B minus. It means you know 80% of what that random sociology 101 professor was teaching that year, and then you move on to something else. And so you're experiencing it as something that provides more coherence for the students as they're moving through a degree program than a typical student would experience. More coherent. Um, it's much more practical. Um, there's definitely a lot of liberal arts in this. Um, there's the psychology and the sociology, um, but there's also practical still skills that help people in the workforce using PowerPoint, using Excel, working in teams. Um, so it does, the curriculum does a really good job of um, really marrying that liberal arts curriculum with real-life practical stuff that helps you out in the real world. Now, how many students are currently 
working on their degrees through Match Beyond and receiving its support? Right now, we have 150 students enrolled here. Um, most of our students are not Match High School alums. Um, quickly or shortly after we uh, built this for our Match High School alums, we realized it could really benefit you know, the tens of thousands of young people out there who are stuck and don't have a college degree, may have loans, and don't really have any way out. Um, and so um, most of our students out of that 150 are grads from district uh, public high schools around Boston. Now, 150 sounds like an impressive number for an organization that launched just in 2013, as I understand it. But obviously, it's not at a scale where it's going to make a dent on college completion rates nationwide. What is the way in which what you're learning, or maybe even this very model, could expand to make more of an impact on the higher education system writ large? Uh, what, I really, what I think is really powerful about this model is that the College for America curriculum is both infinitely scalable, really, um, and it just really lends itself to local organizations building the support system that's needed um, for that locality of wherever that organization is located. So we've gone out and been able to build um, a support experience for students here in the Boston area, um, built connections with companies here in the Boston area. And College for America can handle 150 students here, 500 students here, 1,000 students here. They could go on and on. Um, and then in our vision, very quickly, other community-based organizations from around the country can sync up to College for America, bring in this really rigorous, um, high-quality online education, and then pair it with the support that's specifically needed for that group of students they're working with, um, whether it's 18- and 19-year-old students out in California, maybe an older population uh, in the Midwest. Um, it could really match really well with lots of different folks. And the article mentioned some of those efforts going on, not all of them exclusively with College for America, some drawing on other partnerships with local universities, but where this similar model of helping students navigate coursework after they leave high school, uh, often conducted online, does seem to be uh, flowering up in, in different places around the country. Yeah, I think, I think it's a really powerful model because it brings, um, it allows all the good stuff that comes along with being online, like being accessible and being flexible. Um, it allows students to access that, but it also gives them a personal experience uh, where they have the opportunity to actually build relationships with real people and actually have someone that they can go to to help them get through that work, um, as opposed to most students who enroll online nationally um, really experience a fairly isolating experience uh, or a fairly isolating college experience, um, which I think contributes to the, you know, the very low graduation rates for online colleges. So you're not um, providing fraternities and sororities, not providing a sports program, but you are providing some of the social aspects that come with traditional college enrollment in a way that you think will uh, help students succeed. Yeah, that's right. Students, um, for those who are interested, um, are able to build relationships with new students, with fellow students. Um, hanging out over meals, getting to know each other. We also have other students who are older, 25, 26 years old, and that stuff all sounds nice, um, but they're busy, and they really need to get this college degree. And the historically the existing um, 
college infrastructure just hasn't been built for them. Um, so this is an opportunity for them as well. Well, Mike, congratulations on the work you're doing with Match Beyond. I really uh, do think it's an exciting innovation. And uh, thanks for taking the time to share it with us today. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate it. Mike Larson is co-founder and chief operating officer of Match Beyond, the nonprofit profiled in the cover story of the spring 2017 issue of Education Next. You can find that profile now at educationnext.org. Thank you for tuning in to Education Next's weekly podcast, released every Wednesday morning. For more on education reform, visit us online, educationnext.org.